Tonight's Encouragement Live program is pre-recorded. Please don't call. Coming up on Encouragement Live, we'll talk about conflict and communication in marriage, relationships, and life. Certified Life Coach John Red joins me for Encouragement Live. Welcome to Encouragement Live, providing biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of practical life issues. Now here's your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. Thank you, Steve. And friend, it's so good to have you with us. As from studios at First Christian Church of Wiley, Texas, Encouragement Communications presents Encouragement Live. I am Don Hawkins, and I'm so glad to have John Red back in the studio with me. John is a Christian life coach. He's a pastor. He's a relationship authority. He works closely with the Hope Speaks Clinic, one of our partners in ministry here. John, great to have you back in the studio. Thanks, Don. It's good to be here again. Looking forward to our time together. Uh, tell us a little bit about how God called you to life coaching. Oh, it's a great story. Back in my corporate days, I was uh, just helping people through their course of life, and, and I begin to share scripture with them. And as you know, the Holy Spirit would speak and change their lives and open up things in their lives. And, and I began to realize, you know, there is an opportunity to really do this on a more formal basis. And, and really, that's how I got started. Amazing, isn't it, to think about. And once again, we appreciate the opportunity that we have to partner with one of our ministry partners, which is masterlifecoach.org. Uh, the website now is mlcti.org. Got a, just got a new website up uh, literally just hours ago, and uh, very grateful for that. And uh, very grateful to have a couple of folks on the phone with us that we are going to talk with. And uh, they, too, have been involved in areas of ministry. They will have some questions and comments for John and for me as we talk about this issue of relationships. John, why in the world do we have so many relationship problems? Oh, goodness. That's <laughs> that's the $64,000 question. It, and honestly, Don, it sort of boils down to our own self-interest. Yeah. It really does. It, mm-hmm. Our self-focus, our self-interest causes us to not relate up to others well because we're looking at us. Looking out for our own interest. Yes. And I think that goes back to the Garden of Eden where a three-letter word entered the vocabulary mm. and the middle letter of that word was I. I. And that word is? Sin. Sin entered the world and uh, Satan came along in the form of a serpent and said to Eve, you know, you can be like God knowing good and evil and your self-interest will be way ahead if you'll just take a bite of that forbidden fruit. And we know the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say. (laughs) Now, uh, that's one of those big issues in relationships. And lo and behold, in the next generation, the firstborn generation, what happened? Mm, Yeah, brother killed brother. Yeah, Cain killed Abel, and people have been killing each other ever since. Boy, we've seen a lot of that lately, haven't we? You know, people breaking into schools and shopping centers and different things and Mm -hmm. killing people. And uh, what a tragedy that is. But these are some of the problems. So what would be the number one problem or hindrance to, say, a satisfying marriage or, for that matter, a friendship or other relationship? It's really developing that openness of communication and understanding that if I put someone else's interests ahead of my own, 
to try to serve them, then that will help us to focus on what's the best for the other person and for the relationship. So, so to some degree, we have to be able to get past I and maybe go to the plural we. Mm, that's a good and one. And maybe that will get us in the right direction. Uh, our website, by the way, is encouragementlive.org. You can learn more about this program there. And, of course, MLCTI.com will give you some information about the Master Life Coach Training Institute. We especially want to encourage you to visit the website of the Hope Speaks Clinic. We'll tell you more about them. Their web address is hopespeaks.com. That's hopespeaks.com. We're going to do things a little differently. We'll go to the phones fairly early on Encouragement Live. That unwanted vehicle of yours might not take you anywhere, but it can drive encouragement and hope to listeners everywhere. Donate it to Encouragement Live and we'll pick it up, even if it isn't running. We'll use it to fund this ministry. It's easy and free. Mention Encouragement Live when you call 855-500-RIDE. Get the eyesore out of your yard and donate that car today. Call 855-500-RIDE or encouragementlive.org. The focus is Jesus. The message is the gospel. The task is the Great Commission. Global Advance founder Dr. David Shibley on the focus of his worldwide ministry. Prayer is more important than ever before. These men live in danger, and our teams that go to minister to them are increasingly in danger. To learn more about empowering frontline leaders worldwide, visit globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. You've joined us for Encouragement Live, but this particular Encouragement Live is a pre-recorded Encouragement Live. Don Hawkins with John Red. John is a certified life coach. He's also a pastor. Uh, he is involved in a variety of ministries. In fact, John, tell us a little bit about that sideline ministry that you have going for pastors. Yeah. We have Renewal Ministries, which is where we join together with them in relationship to encourage them, to help them to overcome some of the things in their life and to life coach as we are called to do. Hmm. And it's uh, on the web address is? It's renewalministries.org. And that's spelled? R-E-W-E-L-L ministries.org. Okay, so we have renewwellministries.org, and you can check that out. You'll learn more about John there as well. And don't forget about Hope Speaks Clinic. Uh, they do both counseling and life coaching, and you do that on a tele uh, basis as well, That's right? That's correct. We yeah, do. want to make sure a Zoom conference or whatever. So many people are using that technology these days, and that's a great thing. You and I were talking before we started the program about a passage in James that mm-hmm. relates to this whole area of relationships and conflict. We were. Take us there, if you will. Yeah, James says, he says this, What causes quarrels among you? What causes the fights among you? Isn't that you focus on the passions that are at war within you. You have desires, but you don't get them. Hmm. And so we'd murder with our voice, with our 
actions. Yeah, and we talked about Cain killing That's Abel. Right. Uh, the human history has been filled with that. But again, frequently most of us don't commit actual murder. Uh, but Jesus said, if you hate somebody in your heart, you're That's guilty of murder. That's right. So a lot to think about there. A lot of conflicts. Uh, but the key to resolution to this might be another scripture, one that Jesus gave in Matthew chapter 18. Yeah, love your neighbor. Love your neighbor yeah. as yourself. And there he said, if you have a beef with your neighbor, a conflict, go, go to your neighbor, confront your neighbor lovingly, mm-hmm. and uh, hash it out, get it done. We are talking about relationships, and uh, we have some folks on the line with us. Kathleen is a life coach, and she is listening to us in California. Kathleen, welcome to Encouragement Live. Well, thank you very much. I'm just happy to be a part of this today. We are very happy to have you on. Uh, Do you have either a question or a comment for John about relationships and maybe a little bit about uh, some things that you've been dealing with in terms of some of the people you coach in terms of relationships? Um, I have um, the only question. Well, uh, there's a lot of questions. I mean, we could talk all day. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) But... um, as uh, I continue to um, get seasoned and, and, you know, polished and everything like that, I am um, wanting to be able to, um, how do you say, my delivery tactics and things. And there are some things that I have studied uh, going through the ministry of understanding that there's a thing called ghost memories that uh, causes the, uh, the anger in a person that they don't even realize that that's what's clicking them. Okay. And, uh, from, it, it's called a ghost memory. That is something like deep down in the in the barrels of the of the uh, uh, how do you say solar plexus. All right, hold that thought. We're going to come right back and talk with John Red about that also. There are so many problems that occur if family members do not have needed information. Brian Cluth, author of Because I Love You, the Christian Legacy Organizer, with valuable forms for you, your spouse, loved ones, and aging parents. What I've discovered is there is information and instructions you don't have. To learn more or to order your copy, see LegacyOrganizer.com slash radio. That's LegacyOrganizer.com slash radio. Sat7 makes the gospel available in the Middle East and North Africa. Whether it's 24-7 biblically-based programming is viewed on satellite television, online streaming, or video on demand, Sat7 knows from viewer response that people are coming to faith in Christ and Christians are growing in their faith. Join with Sat7 to make an eternal impact in the region. Visit sat7usa.org slash radio to learn more. With Original Medicare, you don't have a network. You can go to every hospital and doctor nationwide that is accepting Original Medicare. Medicare can be so confusing. And Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Medicare Part C is Medicare Advantage plans. That's your HMOs, your PPOs. Medicare Part D is your prescription drug plan. No one wants a penalty. Nobody wants to have to pay more than they have to pay. You got to know how these work, and that's what we explain. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. And when they get on Medicare, they're just bombarded with all sorts of mail. 
and they don't know what is the right thing to do. How do I enroll? What is the donut hole? And they get fearful. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S dot com. Back on Encouragement Live, not taking phone calls. This is pre-recorded. Don Hawkins and John Red, certified life coach working with the Hope Speaks Clinic. Kathleen raised an issue calling in from California. Uh, John, about ghost memories. Mm-hmm. What can you tell us about this particular subject? Well, really the ghost memories are things that are in our brain from our past, maybe from a trauma that are really repressed that yeah. we don't really know about until we start manifesting some behaviors that are caused by those things. Hmm. Yeah. Now, is that something that a life coach typically has to deal with? You have to refer people on that? or Usually I refer people on yeah. that. Yeah. And, uh, and so, Kathleen, that's one of the things to keep in mind uh, is that some of those you may be able to deal with, and on occasion you might uh, refer those to a Christian counselor. Uh, and I know there are a number of Christian counselors in your area there, um, it, it's a little bit, uh, Kathleen-like, um, and I use this illustration, uh, that you go uh, for a serious medical problem uh, to a physician that may refer you to a hospital or an outpatient clinic. Um, you may go to a wellness doctor, and that's kind of similar to a life coach. Uh, John, one of the definitions of, of Christian coaching is that you're basically helping a person get from where they are to where they need to be, correct? Right. Yeah, moving forward. Moving forward. And right. Kathleen, it sounds like you're uh, working on that moving forward piece as you continue to cultivate your training, right? Uh, yes, most definitely. So has it been rewarding for you to uh, get your toe in the water with life coaching? Yes, as a matter of fact, it is, and it also ha- it has helped me in such a marvelous way as to um, my association with other people just on a, a socializing basis, hmm. to be able to hear and to listen without trying to interrupt, you know, and tell a person things, but to be there and to listen to what they have to say. You know, John, that's one of the most important things in the training that we've developed at Master Life Coach Training Institute. One of the major skills is listening. Mm -hmm. And Jesus did a lot of listening, you know, to people. He did. He listened with compassion. Yeah. And he asked cultivating questions. He really, in fact, it just amazes me. I was reading a passage just this morning from Luke's gospel, and and Jesus was asked a question, and he literally turned around and threw the question back uh, to those that were asking him the question. And so many times, uh, it seems like with a life coach, that's probably one of the best things to do. It is. A lot of times people will ask us, Kathleen, they'll ask us a question about what do we think about something and if we will turn that around and ask them a probing question a lot of times it will unlock within them their own answer that sound like uh, something you're working on kathleen yes it is through my studies and it is i'm gonna tell you this life coaching training has really benefited me in my life 
as an individual. Well, I'm very thankful, and I want us to pray with you and for you, and I'm going to lead us in prayer right now. Heavenly Father, thank you for Kathleen. Thank you that she has launched uh, her preparation and studies and training uh, as a Christian life coach and is working through that and already using that in the lives of others. God, guide her by your spirit uh, as she listens, as she asks questions, as she communicates with compassion, as she works with uh, those she coaches uh, to help them come up with a plan to move forward uh, to experience the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We are so grateful that that can take place. And we pray these things for your glory. Also ask your blessing on John and his ministry, uh, especially on Renewal Ministries, and also, Lord, on the Hope Speaks Clinic, uh, Dr. Tom Schof and all those involved there. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're glad to have you with, you, with us, Kathleen. God bless you. Bye-bye. God bless you, guys. Good Bye-bye. to hear you. Bye-bye. And uh, we're not taking phone calls at this point, but we will have another caller here shortly on the program as we have some, John, that we have uh, put together. You know what they say, an ounce of preparation is worth 10 pounds of running uh, around in circles, I guess. That's kind of my version of an ounce of prevention. Just came up with that one. Now, you know, these past couple of years with uh, coronavirus and uh, people uh, sheltering in place and that sort of thing, have added some significant stresses. Do you think that's added to the conflict challenges people have had? Oh, absolutely. You know, I think as we became more and more isolated because of the protocols, we became, just without even thinking about it, more more self-focused. Yeah. Makes sense that we would do that. And um, in reality, uh, we've sort of had to get readjusted to getting out from behind the masks. By the way, uh, masks and communication, do those really go very well together? No. No, I didn't think so. Uh, That was kind of my opinion, that they don't really work too well at all. But in reality, well, they were sort of a necessity. Mm -hmm. And thank God for the progress that has been made. And uh, very interesting as we think about uh, the whole issue of conflict and communication and, uh, you know, sometimes um, uh, sometimes hearing issues are a problem. Sometimes we're in a crowd and maybe we think we heard somebody say something and maybe they didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to ask a clarifying question. Do you recommend that? I do. A lot of times, like you said, we, we are in a situation where we maybe physically can't hear, but sometimes we're in a mental place where we can't hear the other person. Yeah, because we're thinking about maybe our own agendas. Oh, now that we're back to that same problem, that sin problem, that selfishness problem, that I problem that's right in the middle of everything. And uh, pride it factors into that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really honor people when we listen to them, yes, right? Yes, we do. So important that we do that. Talking with John Red, certified Christian life coach, Hope Speaks Clinic, the web address, hopespeaks.com. Uh, their phone number, if you'd like to get in touch with them, is, of course, 972 669 
1733. I memorized that number, John, from back in the day when Dr. Frank Minerith uh, had his clinic, and before that, the Minerith Meyer Clinic, and now Dr. Tom Schof and the Hope Speaks Clinic. Same phone number still gets you through. Still the same brand of Christian counseling and Christian coaching. Absolutely. Talk a little bit about some of the people that you've had the privilege of working with in a coaching context. Oh, goodness. We've I had... know you can do that without violating confidence. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right. And we just the Lord has really blessed the clinic and and the the clients there that have come there with a variety of people from different walks of life. Don, yeah, um, everything from from students to professional athletes to moms and dads, hmm. and we are able to serve them because we have such a, a a scope of services. But from from life coaching to therapy to the doctors that are there, so we really do take a holistic approach to everything we do at Hope Speaks. Now, explain what you mean by a holistic approach. Uh, uh, when I think about that phrase, I think about First Thessalonians 5, uh, I believe it's 23, that says, uh, Paul prayed that your whole being, spirit and soul and body, be preserved blameless. Yes. Uh, elaborate on that, if you will. Yeah, the, the, the vision at Hope Speaks is mind, body, spirit. We want to address yep. the, the mind, the, the, if it's a therapy thing, if, if it's uh, the body, if there's the need for some uh, pharmaceutical intervention, and then the emotions and the life coaching piece of this helps people to move forward. It's all yeah. put together. Do you ever have people say, well, I don't think Christians ought to take medicine or, uh, you know, for, say, depression or anxiety? And perhaps the corollary to that is, I don't think Christians should or would ever get depressed or anxious. Uh, how do you debunk those? <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes it takes a little bit longer than others. Um, but I think we, we go back to the fact that we are created as as mind, body, and spirit, yes. and that we live in a world that has fallen, and that there are sometimes a need for interventions, and God created very intelligent people to create some of these pharmaceuticals that help the body recalibrate. Yes. And you know, it's amazing. You look at the New Testament. Luke was a physician. Yes. Paul told Timothy uh, to drink a little medicinal wine for That's his right. stomach's sake and his frequent infirmity. And apparently uh, in that, that day and time, there were a lot of, uh, shall we say, dysentery type issues that people had to deal with. Right. And so uh, God does use medicine. I'm thankful for the uh, friendship I've had over the years with a number of Christian psychiatrists mm -hmm. and uh, Frank Minerth, Paul Meyer, Tom Schof, and others who uh, have a love for God, but also a love for medicine and a willingness to help people in that area. Same thing in counseling. Again, some people say, well, why should a Christian need counseling? We have the Holy Spirit and we have the Bible. Mm -hmm. But uh, God uses people to help us apply the Bible. That's right. And particularly when it comes to relationships and resolving conflicts. Absolutely. Yeah, we we have to sometimes have someone help us to get the blinders off, if you will, mm. to see what's really going on. That rem yeah, that reminds me of something Jesus said in Matthew 7. He said, get the beam out of your own eye before you try to remove the speck from your brother's yes, eye. absolutely. How does that relate to conflict resolution? You know, that, that is such a great scripture because if we are looking, again, it's the self-focused. If we're blinded by the things that we see in, around ourselves and in ourselves, we're not going to be able to have a relationship deep with someone else yeah. or to help them. Some of you 
in that situation right now. And we have more insight, more encouragement ahead as we talk with Certified Christian Life Coach John uh, Red and John uh, R-E-D-D, I should mention, spell it with two Ds. I mean, people can't always hear uh, the silent D at the end of your name. And Renewal Ministries, again, uh, maybe you're a pastor going through a stressful time, needing some encouragement, maybe needing a little coaching. Uh, and I know you provide those kinds of things. Uh, talk about what all you do for yes, pastors. Yes, we do. The way that we are set up with Renewal Don is we develop relationships. It's all about trust. It's all about communication. It's about opening ourselves up to listen to them without judgment and to be a, a sounding board for them to be able to pre- to just present what's going on in life and for us to just help them through it. Do you find that pastors have a hard time accepting coaching or counseling? I think for the most part they do because of the trust factor. Yeah. They're not sure who they can trust. Yeah, and, and a lot of that is they have been burned, sadly, yes. in situations. Many times there have been pastors who've suffered abuse even. Absolutely, and that abuse and that, that mistrust can affect them for the remainder of their ministry career. We may be talking to a pastor tonight, and uh, our heart goes out to you because of the burdens that you are carrying that you don't have anybody to talk with. RenewalMinistries.org, again, uh, is a way for you to reach out to John Redd and uh, to his ministry. There are resources that they will make available to you and things that uh, you can participate in. It will be of great encouragement. Dr. Frank Minrith, I mentioned earlier, used to say a burden shared is half a burden. That's right. And pastors need to keep that in mind. And all of us, as we work on the conflicts in our lives, we'll come back, go back to the phones, and continue our conversation with certified Christian life coach John Redd. Tonight's program is pre-recorded, but this is Encouragement Live, and we'll be right back. Do you have an extra car taking up valuable space in your driveway? Let Encouragement Live take it off your hands. It's easy, free, and best of all, tax deductible. Get your driveway back and keep Encouragement Live rolling so more people can bridge the gap between their faith and everyday life. Mention Encouragement Live when you call 855-500-RIDE. That's 855-500-RIDE or encouragementlive.org. Are you tired of paying excessive taxes to support governmental programs? Do you have protection for your family and your income if you became disabled or passed away? Do you have a plan that grows money for tomorrow while you're using it today? Christians and business owners partner with His Faithful Stewards to protect their loved ones, leverage their income, and stop paying excessive taxes to programs that oppose God's kingdom. Learn more at HisFaithfulStewards.com. That's HisFaithfulStewards.com. Dr. Frank Minerth was a pioneer in Christian counseling, and I had the privilege of working with him for several years. Christian psychiatrist Dr. Tom Schof of the Hope Speaks Clinic in suburban Dallas. I'm looking for Christian psychiatrists, psychologists, and therapists who would be willing to join me in carrying on Dr. Minerth's legacy. To learn about working with Dr. Schof and his team of Christian professionals at Hope Speaks Clinic, you may visit hopespeaks.com slash opportunity. There are so many problems that occur if family members do not have needed information. Brian Cluth. 
author of Because I Love You, The Christian Legacy Organizer, with valuable forms for you, your spouse, loved ones, and aging parents. What I've discovered is there is information and instructions you don't have. To learn more or to order your copy, see LegacyOrganizer.com slash radio. That's LegacyOrganizer.com slash radio. Welcome back to Encouragement Live. Our toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. Here again is your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. And thank you, Steve. And just a reminder, friends, you may have heard that phone number, but we are not taking phone calls as we are pre-recording this particular program. And we're doing that because uh, my wife, Kathy, and I are celebrating our 56th wedding anniversary tonight. That is fantastic, Don. It's so good to hear you guys celebrating that many years of life together. We married at the age of seven. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that that was a good thing. Well, maybe not. Maybe stretching it a little bit there. We try to speak the truth in love, but... uh, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for Kathy and our relationship. Well, let's go to the phones right now. Uh, we have Jim on the phone right now. He's calling in from Texas. Jim, welcome. Good to hear from you. Hey, thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you're talking about relationships and communication. Well, I've, I have an interesting uh, situation that's kind of close to me, and it's kind of it's bugging me. My brother is self-employed yeah um and he's in the golf car business he has a fleet of golf cars that he takes around different places and uh so he's on the road somebody he also has a home office and probably like a lot of other people who are self-employed he's struggled with organization and staying on top of projects so uh, he decided uh, a couple of months ago he's going to be proactive and he got himself a whiteboard to put in his home office and um, started, you know, listing his pro- his projects and his priorities. Um, so he puts up, he puts this whiteboard in his office and uh, he gets some of the items up there and um, well, and then he goes out on the road for a day or maybe a day or two. I don't, I don't really know, but he can't, he, he went to pick up a load of golf carts that he had somewhere, and when he got back, he noticed that part of his whiteboard's been erased. Ooh. <laughs> and someone else, his wife has replaced what was there with some of her honeydews. Oh. <laughs> priorities. So mm. it's kind of humorous. Uh, I think I see where this is heading, though, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't humorous. He, he's, he actually doesn't know what to do, and I don't know what to do either, and I kind of wish he wouldn't have shared it with me because it kind of puts me in a funny place, too, because yeah. I don't want to feel bad toward my sister-in-law. You know, Jim, something just occurred to me, and maybe this is from the Lord, maybe it's out in left field, but here's an idea. You know, we have amazing technology these days, and uh, this won't do any good for what's missing in the replacement honeydews now, uh, but it might be that you could recommend to your brother, and he may owe you a steak dinner when you tell him this, that pull out his uh, smartphone and take a picture the next time he puts that list up of uh, his to-do list, his priorities on that whiteboard, and then that way if his honey comes in and puts her honeydews on there, he hasn't lost what he put up there. What do you think? 
Well, that's a, that's a good idea, but I don't know if it takes care of the of the relationship. Oh no! Now see, I've I've I put the mandate on the problem, but that's what John Red is here for, Jim. So let's talk to John and see what he would recommend. I, you know, I can only go so far. I'm just the host. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Don. Jim, I, I understand your your position there. It's uh, it can be a little tenuous, not being certain about what you should do, but you know. Um, if, if your brother and sister-in-law are believers, then you have an opportunity to speak into that from a standpoint of what really true relationships are and what the the role of husband and wives are, and and just gently sharing with him the truth of of those those things. Um, agree that he has some priorities in his business, but as the head of the household, and maybe he will listen to this later. He also has the responsibility to be the spiritual leader of the house yeah. and, and to serve his wife. And servant leadership. Servant leadership. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. As, as you can maybe begin that dialogue with him to remind him of those things in a gentle way and, and share with him, you know, how did Jesus do? Jesus led servant leadership. Yeah. He put others before himself. Hmm. And even though business is important, family is really more important yeah. than the business. And, you know, that's one of the hardest things for any of us. It there's is. A, there's a program on American Family Radio at 5 o'clock uh, every afternoon, and the host of that program is an attorney, and he works with American Family Radio. And when he comes on his program, uh, he always caveats with an, a reminder, now you've left your workday job, now you're going home to your real mm. job your responsibility as a husband as a father and jim i know that you're not the person who can just lay down the law here and say <laughs> you have to do this but you know you're in a position to exercise the gift of encouragement yes. and and uh, you know so much of of life coaching uh, john revolves around that in my book master discipleship today i have a huge section on encouragement and the role of encouragement in life coaching and I think, Jim, uh, if you would recommend some things on encouragement, uh, maybe Master Discipleship today. By the way, that book is available at encouragementlive.org. You can order a copy there or on Amazon. Uh, and another book on encouragement, Dan Allender and Larry Crabb wrote. It's called Encouragement, the Key to Caring. And uh, those are uh, some resources on just the general subject of encouragement. And, and probably one other thing, Jim, that would be the subject of prayer for wisdom for you and for wisdom for your brother and for wisdom and patience for your sister-in-law as well as your brother as they uh, communicate this. And it sounds like uh, they are at the point where communication does need to happen, probably. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think so. I wonder if I wonder if uh, maybe he should instead of fighting with her about this, just go and say thank you for reminding me of something that's important to you. Oh wow, that's that would good. be powerful. I think that would be powerful. You know, this is a situation, John, that I think deserves prayer. And uh, would you lead us in prayer, not only for Jim, but for his brother and his sister-in-law, for this whole situation, Absolutely. and for wisdom for Jim as he deals with it? Yes. Well, Lord, we know that you are the giver of all wisdom, and you say if we will simply ask you for it, you will give it to us. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask for you to impart into Jim the wisdom and countenance of Christ. 
that he will know how to speak and what to speak to his brother and sister-in-law and also, Lord, what not to speak and when not to speak. There's great discernment, Lord God, that you give us. Lord, I pray for his brother and sister-in-law. Father, I, I speak unity in the name of Jesus over their marriage. Yes. God, we thank you for the, the institution of marriage that you instituted. Amen. God, I thank you that you have given us the opportunity to communicate selflessly. Lord, I pray that over them, that they would communicate selflessly. They would listen to one another. That any barriers that might exist, Lord God, that you would break them down in Jesus' name and you would free their hearts and their minds to focus on you and serve one another. God, I thank you for Jim. His heart is Hmm. not self-focused. It's focused on his his brother, sister-in-law, and the hopes for their marriage, God. And so I thank you for Jim, and I pray blessings over him, Lord God, as he walks this out. And, Lord, we thank you that you walk with us, and we know that we're never alone. So we bless you, God. We honor you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Jim, so glad to hear from you. Appreciate so much your being a part of our show today. Well, thank you. That was very helpful. Thanks for letting me be on your program. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. I want to remind our listening family that our program is pre-recorded. Normally, we'd be pumping the phone lines right now. But I'm so glad, uh, John, that you were in the studio with me. I came across something literally this morning, uh, and this is from James Dobson, probably one of the premier authorities on family communications, Mm -hmm. and he writes this. Years ago, I went through a very hectic period in my life professionally. I was a full-time professor in a medical school, but I was also traveling and speaking. I completely exhausted myself during that time. It was a dumb thing to do, been there, done that. But I'd made commitments that I simply had to keep. Finally, on a concluding Friday night, I came dragging home. I'd earned a day off, and I planned to kick back and watch the USC-Alabama football game that Saturday. I can relate to that. And my wife Shirley, on the other hand, also felt she had paid her dues. For six weeks, she'd taken care of the kids and run the home. It was entirely reasonable that I spend my Saturday doing the things that she wanted done, the honeydews. Right around the house. Neither of us was really wrong, but the two ideas were incompatible. Okay. Those assumptions collided about 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning when Shirley asked me to clean the backyard umbrella. I had no intention of doing it. Well, this is James Dobson. Okay. There was an exchange of harsh words that froze our relationship for three days. It's important to understand that neither of us was looking for a fight, but we both felt misunderstood and wounded by the other. Our conflict was typical of what goes on every day in a million other homes. Would you agree? I agree. 100%. Now, here's what he concluded. Dr. Dobson says, It all comes down not to deliberate antagonism, but to something called differing assumptions. Differing assumptions. Could you uh, unpack that a little bit for us, John? Yeah, differing assumptions is is really a, another way to say expectations. Yeah, we we have expectations or assumptions of other people and what they are. We think they should do or what they're thinking, and when they don't measure up to that or don't do what we think they should do, it 
can upset us. Mm, yeah. But one of the problems is, and I think it's in this situation with James, was they didn't communicate what their expectations were ahead of time. Yeah. So uh, James Dobson, Shirley Dobson, both had expectations. And, and uh, obviously books had been written uh, by the person in question about how to communicate in a marriage. Good reminder for those of us who are pastors, those of us who are preachers, those of us who are Christian life coaches, we need to practice what we preach. Mm. And sometimes we will all stump our toe. You know, it's interesting that passage in James says, this is in chapter three, in many things we all offend. So nobody's perfect. That's right. And then he goes on to say, yeah, and a lot of that is offending with the tongue. And he uses a couple of metaphors there, and I think this is relative to communication and, and conflict resolution, John. Uh, but he talks about the tongue is like a rudder of a ship. You know, you've got a huge ship, an oil tanker, whatever, and it has a little rudder, relatively small, that steers the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he says the tongue is like that. And he also uses the metaphor of a fire. And he says the fire can warm you. But a fire out of control is literally set on fire of hell. Yes. So the bottom line is, may God help us to guard our tongues as we work on resolving conflicts. Back with the final segment with Christian Life Coach John Red right after this. Sat7 is satellite Christian television. Dr. Rex Rogers president of Sat7. We broadcast throughout the Middle East and North Africa every day 24/7 in Arabic, Farsi and Turkish. Farsi is Iran. So we're speaking in a people's home and heart language, we're sharing the gospel. To learn more or support this ministry, visit sat7usa.org. That's S A T the number 7 usa.org. Because of the stresses of life today, the Hope Speaks Clinic, formerly the Menrith Clinic, is looking for Christian mental health care practitioners. According to Christian psychiatrist Dr. Tom Schof, the clinic could use psychiatrists, physicians' assistants, and nurse practitioners. If you're qualified in one of these areas, you can learn more by contacting Vicki at 972-669-1733. That's 972-669-1733. There are so many problems that occur if family members do not have needed information. Brian Cluth, author of Because I Love You, the Christian Legacy Organizer, with valuable forms for you, your spouse, loved ones, and aging parents. What I've discovered is there is information and instructions you don't have. To learn more or to order your copy, see LegacyOrganizer.com slash radio. That's LegacyOrganizer.com slash radio. With Original Medicare, you don't have a network. You can go to every hospital and doctor nationwide. As Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. you got to know how these work, and that's what we explain. Tony has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. Her book, Medicare Survival Guide, can guide you through the Medicare maze. You can find Medicare resources at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S.com. In case you haven't figured it out yet, this program is pre-recorded, a version of Encouragement Live. I'm Don Hawkins, and uh, 
Christian Life Coach John Red is sitting in the studio with me right now. We've had a couple of folks on the phone, and John, I've enjoyed those conversations and really appreciated the insights that you have shared. I want to ask you, some people react in different ways to conflict. Not everybody reacts the same way. They don't, and, and it's interesting because it's there's so many facets involved with why people respond the way they do. Mm-hmm. Um, background, culture, um, issues, in their, you know, problems from their previous, their early life, or whatever it might be, yeah. have caused them to be programmed to respond in a certain way. Talk about uh, issues in blended families where uh, there's been a previous marriage and uh, maybe there's a Brady Bunch kind of children, his, hers, and theirs. Uh, you've probably seen some of that in your Christian coaching career. Oh, yes, yeah. And it's, it's important for these families to, to realize and I think and to recognize that the blendedness is a beautiful thing, but it can all, it also comes with some some inherent issues with regards to um, position and 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 relationships with regards to the children, especially yeah. that yours, mine, and ours mm-hmm. is not always ours. It's sometimes yours and mine. Oh yes, and uh, is the goal to work toward ours or just peaceful coexistence? Well, I think we need to work towards ours. Oh, very good to get that kind of insight. Uh, uh, what do you, advice do you have for the husband or the wife who says, if he would just change, if she <laughs> would just do things differently? You know, that's a question I've heard over and over, and I'm sure you have as well, yeah. Don. Is is it's looking at the other person, and and I guess in in my old Older years, I've kind of become a little more blunt. I'm like, well, let's take a step back. What do we need to look at? What do you need to look at? Instead of saying, how can they change? Maybe it's how I perceive things. How do I need to change in order to have a more healthy, effective relationship. And a lot of that comes down to perception because we all look at things differently, do we not? We do. Yeah, big challenge there. Let me come back to, let me come back to this whole issue of different reactions. Some people uh, lash out. I mean, they blow up. And then some people clam up. Mm -hmm. They withdraw. They pull back. And, And typically in a marriage both people don't react the same way. For some reason, opposites attract, would you say? Yes, definitely. Okay. So how do you work through that? Well, I think it's, first of all, is to recognize how you are, you are responding and to get to the root of it, whether you're lashing out or whether you're shutting down, is to, to know that neither one of those are going to help the relationship to grow, hmm. to yeah. recognize that. And then to work on that to figure out what it is that's causing that particular root of communication. Is that where a person maybe needs to sit down with a third party, maybe a pastoral counselor, a Christian life coach, a Christian counselor? Absolutely. Having that third party perspective can sure bring in a lot of clarity. Yeah. And it's amazing the difference that can make. Uh, Do you find men have a little more problem with that than women or uh, am I reading something into the situation? It just kind of depends. I think men do have a bit of an issue, uh, more of a challenge sometimes of being open Mm -hmm. um, than women do. I've also found that sometimes men are less open to counseling. Oh, yes. I think of a guy in a church where I was previously the pastor, and uh, he was a man's man and was big into trap shooting and skeet shooting and hunting and all those kinds of things. And uh, I would spend time working with him on his marriage. If I'd ever used the word counseling... (laughs) 
<laughs> he would have shut me down in a heartbeat. But it was amazing if you didn't put the label on it, he was willing. And, and you know, God brought about major changes in their relationship. Mm. But, but I do think there's a... And I think one of the benefits of coaching is that it does have a more positive effect on men. I mean, you and I live in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. People remember Tom Landry and the Dallas Cowboys. And I came from Alabama where Nick Saban is a legend now and Bear Bryant used to be a legend. And, uh, you know, uh, Daryl Royal with the uh, Texas Longhorns here and Bud Wilkinson in Oklahoma and people like that. Uh, you know, so people, uh, men especially, relate to that athletic motif yes. uh, in in terms uh, of coaching now here's here's another issue that some couple or individual might say to you there's just too much conflict in our relationship john there is no hope mm. uh, when people get to the point where they feel like they've lost hope we have to redirect them to where their real hope is first yeah hope in christ yeah we have to direct them there because if that is hope lost then everything else is going to fall short. And if that is true, then the verse would be false where Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Correct. And uh, I know people may not want to hear that, uh, but the truth is that book is, that verse is in the book, chapter and verse. Mm -hmm. And it is absolutely true. There are things that I felt like I could not do. And God has given me grace. I, I'm sure Kathy, if she were to give testimony to our 56 years, uh, which will be uh, true uh, today, uh, she would say the same thing, that God has given her grace for all things. Uh, there's another area where often problems arise in a marriage in-laws. You've heard so many in-law jokes, and I have too. Is there a core of truth in terms of the in-law problem? I, there can be absolutely a core truth in that because of, again, the backgrounds that people come from. You're raised by your parents. Your spouse is raised by their parents. Yeah. And they may have two different cultures and, and upbringings. So yeah. that can uh, inevitably bring some level of conflict in. But uh, it is not irreconcilable is not. conflict. There is hope there. Same thing in a job situation. You've got the boss from the bottomless pit of the abyss. You know, the boss that you just, uh, you know, you sometimes want to wring his or her neck. And, and uh, uh, everything you have done, there's always a flaw in that. Mm. What advice? do you give someone in that situation how do you coach them my grace is sufficient yeah i just i think about you know we are called to extend grace the way mm -hmm. we've been extended grace we are called to forgive the way we've been forgiven and and if we will take that mindset upon us it changes the view we have of other people yeah helpful advice you know, sometimes we get this impossible situation, whether it's with the boss or whether it's with the in-laws, whether it's with the spouse or maybe the teenager who's out of control and uh, those kinds of things. I think about a verse Paul wrote to the Roman church in Romans chapter 12. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all people. And I think what that verse is saying, John, and uh, you weigh in on this as well, I think he's saying there are some people that we will not be able to fix the relationship with him or with her. That's true. That's true. And, and there, 
once we realize that, Don, I think we it sort of is freeing. Yeah. Not that we abdicate our responsibility to continue to try to pursue relationship, yeah. but that we recognize that there are some people that we just will not be able to have a relationship with. And, and that's okay. Yeah. And, and so we just say, thank you, Lord. I live my life. Let that person live their life and uh, not harbor a grudge. Correct. You know, bitterness eats our mm. us up. It's yes. self-cannibalization, somebody has said. And yet bitterness is such a big factor. Uh, I remember the first book I did with Frank Minrith and Paul Meyer and Dick Flournoy. It was called How to Beat Burnout. And we had a chapter in there on expectations, and we had a chapter in there on bitterness. Mm. And I remember a national speaker telling me, he said, I read that chapter on expectations and I was really feeling burned out and I realized expectations were messing with my marriage and messing with my uh, ministry and messing with my life. And then a number of people have told me bitterness was the hidden root. It was the thing that I allowed to eat me up. And in a relationship, it's very easy for us to hold a grudge, especially if the person we're in the conflict with, John, uh, is reminding us of somebody we've had a conflict with in the past. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What do we do there? Yeah, is to recognize that the person we have had a conflict with in the past is not that present person. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) The past is that past person. Letting the past be the past. Boy, if you could bottle that and sell it, you could quit coaching. <laughs> That's right. In fact, Renewal Ministries would be uh, over the top. Into every pastor around would want to have a, a jar of that. Mm. Yeah, that would make a make a huge difference. Well, well, tell me what uh, practical closing advice do you have to help people cultivate and maintain those good relationships? You know, we've talked a lot about expectations today, and and, and I believe this. I as I experience with people the the miscues the missteps on expectations i would say that i would say make sure that the expectations you have of other people and of yourself are healthy godly expectations and that you communicate them to the other person and have a dialogue in order to develop the relationship and to make sure the expectations are feasible. You know, it's interesting. When Kathy and I first married, she grew up in a home where her dad always came home by 5 o'clock every day, and they sat down to eat at 5.30. My dad was an engineer on the railroad. He never knew when he would be in or when he would be out. And uh, he was out working. And I was a young pastor, and I was out working, doing the work of the ministry at all hours of the day and night. Never thought about the fact that Kathy was expecting to have a meal at 5 o'clock every day, which usually, and this is back when microwaves were not exactly commonplace. And it took a while, but we finally were able to sit down with each other, and she shared her expectation with me, Mm. and I shared my perspective with her. It made all the difference in the world. Yes. And uh, now I work hard to try to get home in time when she has the meal ready. And she works hard to accommodate me when my schedule is crazy. And John, I want to thank you for adjusting your schedule to come in and be with us on the program. RenewelMinistries.org. Remind us of the spelling. R-E-N-E-W-E-L-L. 
ministries.org. And that's for pastors, hopespeaks.org. If you'd like to find out more about the Hope Speaks Clinic and the help they have available. John Red with me. I'm Don Hawkins. Thank you for joining us for Encouragement Live. <laughs>